This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 230, and today I'm ranting about five reasons why eat in moderation is useless advice. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandin.com forward slash 230. I want to give a shout out to Mara Jane, who left this review. This podcast delves into more than just body acceptance. It is about loving and accepting yourself for who you are now. We are more than our bodies. I love this podcast. Thank you so much for leaving that review. I so appreciate it. I love when I get email notifications with reviews coming in. I, I except when they're terrible reviews, <laughs> although they often make me laugh. But anyways, I really, really appreciate that. If you would like to leave a review for the show, I would really, really be so grateful. Leaving a review helps others to find this show and the information that you're learning here. You can do that by going to iTunes, search for Eat the Rules, then click ratings and reviews and click to leave a review. Also, you can subscribe to this show via iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And if you haven't already done so, grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandin.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. This is going to be a little bit of a quick and dirty episode. I haven't done a solo one in a while, and I was actually supposed to have an interview come out this week, but we had to reschedule it. And so I figured, okay, this topic has been in my back pocket for a while, so let's run with it. Several months ago, I made the following post on Instagram, which is the inspiration for this podcast episode. So the post on Instagram said, eat in moderation, they say. Whenever I post something about diets not working, I get comments from people giving this advice that you just need to eat in moderation. And it's useless advice for most people, especially if you've been influenced by diet culture. Our bodies have a wonderful way of regulating our hunger and fullness and giving us signals on what we need to satisfy our physical and emotional needs. This gets disrupted when diet culture teaches us to question our instincts lose trust in ourselves and give our power over to a glossy guru on the internet saying just eat in moderation is useless. If you've been depriving yourself mentally and physically seeing food through the lens of good and bad and deciding what to eat based on whether or not it will make you gain or lose weight. Eat eat in moderation is another phrase for control your eating, which doesn't work in the long run. There is so much more I could say that 
about this. Maybe I'll do a podcast on it. Would you like that? <laughs> That's the end of the post. So here we are. I'm doing a post on, uh, not a post. I did a post on it. I'm doing a podcast on it based on your feedback that you would like a podcast on it. And I think it could be super helpful because this is something we hear over and over. It's like people say, well, you don't need to diet. You just need to eat in moderation. And I'm going to break down why that is quite useless advice. But before I do that, I just want to say, listen, if that phrase resonates with you, if you're like, yeah, I like to eat in moderation, it works for me. It makes you happy. Cool. Do whatever you want with your body. I'm not really here to shame you for that or anyone else for doing what they want to do. But I think that using this as kind of a blanket statement can create a lot of issues for people because it's really just code for dieting. So I'm going to break down why that is. So the first reason why eat in moderation is useless advice is because moderation, that word is really up for interpretation. However, that interpretation usually aligns pretty closely to a set of rules or limits on eating. So if I were to ask you, what does moderation mean? You know, what does moderation mean to you? What would that look like in your life? I, I mean, I'd be so curious to hear people's answers to this because because one person's definition is probably going to be pretty different than someone else's. But I would wager to bet that the majority of people would imagine it as being a more controlled or portioned way of eating. And that can sound fairly innocent, but when we look at it in practice, we can see that it looks an awful lot like dieting. So for example, it's like, okay, I feel like some chips. I'm just going to put five in a cup and I can't have any more than that. <laughs> or I can have ice cream twice a week and I already did that. So now I have to wait till next Tuesday when my ice cream quota resets. Those sound like rules, right? Like that's putting limitations on your eating. And that brings me to my second reason why eat in moderation is useless advice. It's really code for restriction. It's code for, for deprivation. And uh, like I said, I think wellness and, and fitness pros or doctors use this language as a way to be like, yeah, no, like diets aren't good for you, but we just need to eat in moderation. You know, it's like they're trying to absolve themselves of the evils associated with dieting yet they're still giving themselves a pass to prescribe something that looks very similar to a diet. It's actually probably more confusing because it's not even a set of rules. It's like open for interpretation and people are just going to kind of take it. And if you have the diet mentality, you're probably going to make it look like a very strict set of rules. But really the, that word moderation, it's implying that we need to, to limit ourselves. And it's really implying that like we have a problem with excess that like, you know, we can't, that we can't control ourselves and that we, you know, our, our hunger needs to be tamed and our desires are too much, which is, which is such bullshit really. And that just feeds into, you know, this, this whole idea of fat phobia, right. And this idea that like, you know, being in a larger body is associated with excess and things like that, which is hugely problematic because that's not true at all, but it's really code for deprivation and restriction. And it's about trying to control what we put in our mouths, right? It's like saying, only allow yourself this much or choose something based on what you've had or done this week or today. And we know that restriction, both physical and mental, leads to binging, it leads to eating more, it leads to feeling out of control, it leads to guilt, it leads to overthinking food and fixating on it. And there's really nothing healthy about it. It's just a chronic stressor. So in my mind, trying to eat in moderation is really... Uh, one-way ticket to that diet mentality. 
The third reason why eating moderation is useless advice is because our needs vary. Some days you're going to be hungrier than others. Some weeks you're going to be hungrier than others. Some seasons you're going to be hungrier than others. Some days you're going to want heavier or saltier foods. If you limit or deny yourself when you have those needs, it's only going to increase the desire for them. Or if you think about like, you know, the holiday time when we have a lot more access to different kinds of foods and we're using it really as a form of celebration, you know, if we're trying to kind of deny ourselves during those times, that always backfires. That always leads to people, you know, just feeling terrible, fixating on food the whole time, stressing out about the holiday foods and eating and nothing good comes from that. Whereas if we can just kind of respect that our needs vary and that different seasons of our lives, different seasons of the the weather, uh, different times, different days, we're going to have our different needs and, and be hungrier or less hungry, then we can respect that, you know, we're not robots and that we are dynamic and we have these different needs. You know, another simple example of this is if you, you know, if you have a hormonal cycle, you're going to be hungrier and want more starchy things in the luteal phase. So if you ovulate, I should say, and along the same lines, when we don't honor our needs, it also ignores our satiety. Uh, the previous episode of this podcast number, episode 229 with Marie Pear, she talks a lot about satiety and satiety is is really equally important in terms of, you know, honoring our, our fullness. It's, it's actually probably more important. We need to feel satisfied when we eat. And sometimes that means we're going to either eat more or less of something to achieve that. So let's say that you're really craving chips. But you choose carrot sticks because you're like, no, I'm just, you know, trying to pick something different. You're you're either probably going to like eat a lot of carrot sticks and just still feel unsatisfied. And then likely at some point, you're probably just going to end up binging on chips or something that satisfies that craving or desire you had. Because if you don't satisfy it, then you're going to find something else. It's actually like a reason why I don't like like low salt foods. So like my son loves veggie straws, but if I have one, I'm like, they're not like, to me, they're not satisfying. So we we actually give him the ranch ones because those ones are more satisfying. He likes those ones better. But, and I find like, it makes you eat more because they're not satisfying. Whereas like, if you just had a damn chip, like it would be, it would be great. And I should just give my son chips, but he actually legit likes veggie straws. Um, But this is why I always look at what clients are eating in a day to see if some of the cravings that they're having or like that feeling of like, oh, I just, you know, I I eat past fullness at dinner or I'm always like eating, you know, a lot of sweet stuff at night. I always want to look at that because if we're under eating earlier in the day or we're consuming unsatisfying foods, then that can lead to sort of those feelings of being like out of control or, or eating past fullness. And limiting ourselves is going to disrupt our ability to feel satisfied, leading to feelings of deprivation and all of those problems I mentioned that go along with that. So I think, you know, it's like maybe instead of eat in moderation, it's like eat based on what your body needs, you know, because that's going to give you a lot better information. And that leads to my fourth point about why eat in moderation is useless advice. It disrupts trust with our bodies. When we limit ourselves or we try to control certain portions of of the food we eat, we are disrupting that trust. You know, when we start to intellectualize our food choices, basing them on what we think we should eat instead of really listening to what our body needs, then we, we cut off that sort of 
signal between our body and our mind. And we start using our brain to make food decisions instead of listening to what our body needs. And so honoring what our body needs is going to promote that trust and it's going to make eating so much easier. And then food is just going to be food and we're not stressing about it because we know we can trust our signals and desires and we're really connected to what those things feel like for us. And then the last point, probably the most important why eat in moderation is useless advice is because anti-fat bias or fat phobia mess up the way we think about food. And I think that recommendation to eat in moderation probably wouldn't even exist if we lived in a culture that respected and celebrated all bodies, all body sizes, all races, all backgrounds, all sexual orientations, everything like that. Because eating in moderation is really driven from fat phobia and weight discrimination. It's a way to tell people to watch their weight without giving them a strict set of diet rules. But it likely ends up backfiring all the same. And that's because anytime our food choices are dictated by a desire to lose weight or fear of gaining weight, we end up having a messed up relationship with food. And from a bigger perspective, the idea that we need to watch our weight upholds weight stigma and discrimination against larger bodies. And so that's probably, that should have been number one, but I saved it for last because it was the most important, if you know what I mean. So that's why I think eat in moderation is, is, is really useless advice. But again, like, yeah, if it works for you, cool, that's great. But I find the vast majority of people I work with who have even a smidge of the diet mentality, this just does not work. <laughs> it's just not going to work out because we turn it into a diet. And for all the reasons that I mentioned before, it's problematic for them. So some questions to ask yourself when you're about to eat instead, what do I feel like eating? What does my body need? If I, if I was not afraid of gaining weight or if I didn't want to lose weight, what would I eat? And let those things guide your decisions. And we've done so many more episodes around eating and food and specifically the previous episode 229 is a good one to just go back to if you're looking for some helpful reminders about how to heal your relationship with food. But I wanted to cover that today because detaching weight and roles from our eating is truly the first step towards healing our relationship with food. All right. You can find all the links and resources mentioned in this podcast at summerinandin.com forward slash 230. We are getting close to the end of this season of the podcast, and then we're going to be running some best ofs through the summer. I will give you a heads up on that when that's coming down. And uh, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for encouraging me to do this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanin. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on.